Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Episode numbers and your best entrepreneur mate's name in your episode title, well, they are not going to help your podcast to grow. Because remember, screens are small. And attention is premium. So how do you begin to write better, more click-worthy podcast episode titles? Well, what about if we covered that today here on the Podcast Accelerator? I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and founder here at Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Where we just actually launched Captivate 2.0, the only platform that is dedicated to helping you to actually grow your audience. So come along. Look, if you're thinking to yourself, look, Marco, I need my podcast to grow. I need to smash the plateau. We'll come across to Captivate.fm and we will help with that. Now, I'm going to talk about episode titles because they are very, very, very important. So I'm going to dig into that today. I'm going to talk to you about, you know, some kind of rights, some wrongs, a little bit of context, a little bit of logic, and sort of just talk to you about getting into the mindset of writing better episode titles. But before I do that, I need to give a quick shout out to the team at Airweber, my email marketing platform of choice who helped me to build my audience and, of course, my revenue through my podcast. Now, email marketing is still the best way in, in my view, to, to, to grow your audience. It's proven because every business just generally has an email list. Why don't you for your podcast, all right? You can get started, actually, with Aweber for free. They help you with everything. You know, they'll get you started on that path. You don't even need a credit card, and you can kick the tires at Aweber for free at mark.live slash email. That's mark.live slash email. So how do you write your episode titles? It's a serious question, all right? It sounds easy, but you just choose something descriptive and evocative, right? But does that guarantee a click? Well, a few weeks ago, I put out a Twitter thread containing five things that I see podcasters doing wrong every day in quick ways to fix them. So I've sort of been digging into this over the last few weeks and just really kind of, you know, doing a little bit more deep dives on this. Um, I've talked about why you shouldn't buy that $97 course from the, the, the guru. Um, I've talked about how to grow your audience by being more human. And I've talked about how to produce less and grow your podcast more. But let's, let's talk about titles today because look, episode titles are easy, but good episode titles are very hard. Now, you might have heard about something called SEO. It means search engine optimization. And here's how Wikipedia describes it. Search engine optimization, also known as SEO, is the process of improving the quality and quantity of website traffic to a website or a web page from search engines. SEO targets unpaid traffic, which is known as natural or organic, rather than direct or paid for traffic. 
Unpaid traffic may originate from different kinds of searches, including image search, video search, academic search, news search, and industry-specific vertical search engines. As an internet marketing strategy, SEO considers how search engines work, the computer-programmed algorithms that dictate search engine behavior, what people search for, the actual search terms or keywords typed into search engines, and which search engines are preferred by their target audience. SEO is performed because a website will receive more visitors from a search engine when a website ranks higher on the search engine results pages than their competitors. These visitors can then potentially be converted into customers. So that's SEO. Now, that's a bit long-winded, but there's a reason for that. Because I've paraphrased it and I've rewritten that as it relates to podcasting. So let me give you the podcast version of it, all right? Search engine optimization or SEO, is the process of improving the quality and quantity of new listeners to a podcast from search engines. As a podcast marketing strategy, SEO considers how search engines work, the algorithms, what people search for, and their preferences. SEO is performed because a podcast will receive more potential new listeners from a search engine when shows rank higher on the search engine results pages, a.k.a. when you search for something in Apple Podcasts. These listeners can then potentially be converted into followers and fans. Well, here's the kicker. There's a reason that I really went deep into that, because every podcast app is a search engine. Every single one. In fact, Wikipedia mentioned it. I just talked about it. Can you remember the line, industry-specific vertical search engines? That's all Apple Podcasts is. It's all Spotify is. It's a podcast industry-specific vertical search engine. It just searches for podcasts. So with this in mind, then, we've got to think about our episode titles like SEO titles. But the thing that people forget is that outside of getting traffic, SEO, search engine optimization, has got another goal. To get the click. To get the click through to the thing that we want people to visit a website, or in our case, a podcast episode. So consider a Google search, right? If I go on Google now, and you can do this, search for UK podcast experts, right? And the Rebel Base Media, our our kind of brand site comes up. It's the first organic, non-paid-for result. The goal here is to rank for that search term organically, and you'll see the people that are above us, the only people that are above us in those search results for UK podcast experts are people that have paid for that. It's an ad. We get it for free as we ranked for it. But like I said, rankings aren't the only thing that we're looking for. We're looking to entice someone to click on that link as well. After all, there's no point just ranking, but just, you know, them deciding not to click. We want them to take the next step. And podcast episodes are the same. We don't just want a vanity metric or a vanity shout out saying that we do rank or that we're number one in Google or we're in new and noteworthy in Apple. We want the actual clicks. We want the actual listeners, all right? So it's rare that someone is looking for our show specifically, unless they've been referred to us by an existing fan. More often, they're looking for an episode about a specific thing because they're in the mood for it. They're looking to search and consume something that they are in the mood for. Now, even if they are referred to us, 
So they search for our podcast in the podcast app that they use. They aren't going to scroll right back to the beginning and start our episode one. They're just not going to do, they're not going to go back to the first episode. They ain't going to do that. Only a hardcore fan's going to do that. And to turn someone into a hardcore fan, we've got to get them hooked on something more recent. Instead, these people, they're going to search for our show and then they're going to find an episode that instantly appeals to them then and there. And hopefully one of our episodes does and they might give it a whirl. So what I did to kind of back this up was I did a bit of a search for my own podcast, the Podcast Accelerator, in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So, fire, you know, listen along, play along with me if you like. Fire it up, search for the Podcast Accelerator. And what you're going to find is that all of my episodes come up. That's great. Obviously, the Podcast Accelerator comes up first. And all of my episodes come up. That's great. Okay. But outside of some of the small differences in the way that Spotify and Apple displays things, notably Apple doesn't display my individual episode artwork, which I'm gutted by. Come on, Apple, get that sorted. There are severe commonalities. There are severe commonalities in these search results. So search for the Podcast Accelerator. You will see each episode, the only thing that's represented there, title and a summary, which is very, very similar to Google, right? You search for something in Google and what comes up is a title and a description. And Google's intent is for us to quickly scan the results very quickly, trust it, Google, to have given us a decent set of recommendations and then for us to engage with the actual content by clicking on it and going to that website. Well, look, podcast searches are no different. And if you look closer, so when you search for the Podcast Accelerator or whatever, the episode titles are actually highlighted. In both of those apps, the episode titles in the search results are the brightest pieces of information. They're both in white. All the other text is in grey. So we can surmise from this that a podcast app's goal is to get a listener listening. Of course. And that's good for you, the podcast. It's good for me, the listener. And if you do that search on mobile, it's the same story. The title's clear. Most specifically, it's highlighted. And it's really clear what they want to happen. They want someone to scan It's the scannable piece of information. It's the, is this good for me decision? I look through these episode listings and is there anything that interests me? It's the piece of the podcast that is intended to stand out, the episode title. It is the thing that should be written to get a click through. So what's a click through? Well, a click through is when someone sees your search result, you know, like your episode title and clicks on it. You know, and goes through to the next thing, to the episode. Now, this, now that's, that, that, that's easy to explain, I get that, but it's tougher to get the click-through, all right? So it's easy to explain, but it's tough to get a click-through. In the examples that I talked about, a click-through is really what we want to achieve on any one of our episodes, all right? And the goal is for those episode titles to be enticing enough that someone gives our content a quick whirl, and from there, we've got a chance to hook them in. And we can use some of the techniques to talk about in the listener acquisition flow for that. That's a separate thing. But... The thing is, you've got to understand what a click-worthy episode title is. Because many podcasters don't think like that. Now, granted, there's never been a need to. We don't we, you know, we don't get into podcasting to get good at marketing, do we? If we wanted to do that, we'd get into marketing. But one of the quickest ways that you can boost your listenership is to create click-worthy episode titles. And 
Episode titles are more than just labels. They shouldn't be written quickly. In fact, in my opinion, they're the most important piece of meta-information about your podcast episodes by far. Now, all meta-information meta just means information about information. So your podcast episode title is information about your episode, which in turn has got info inside it. So it's information about information. It's like a label on a box of labels. Okay, so meta-information. Your episode title is a piece of meta-info. But there are some mistakes that podcasters make, all right? So I see this a lot. That means that getting a click-through is harder than it should be. So they think they've got good episode titles, but they don't get as many click-throughs as they would expect. Now, what's funny here is that People will listen to your episode if they're a fan of you already. It doesn't matter what you put in that episode title, in my view, if someone's a fan. They will listen. Episode titles are intended to get new people listening. In my view, we can at least leverage them more for that reason. So I've analysed just a couple of little trends from some of the podcasts I've found and broken down why, you know, we can maybe do better with them, all right? So learn from these couple of examples. And I'm going to talk to you about sort of refinement, all right, in a second. So example one, first up, don't be cute. So I did a search. Um, I was looking at like entrepreneurial shows for this because I think they're a great example of it. And there's one called the Parentpreneur Accelerator Podcast. I'm sure it's a great podcast and the content certainly looks good. They've got a nice cover out. Um, but they put an episode out, which I thought was interesting. It's on the 5th of June, 2019. It's called Joshua and Judy Lysek, How to Couple Premier dot, dot, dot. I can't even say it. How to couplepreneur, dot, dot, dot. Okay. The first issue that I spotted with this one is that the guest names are front and center. Now, unless I know Joshua and Judy Lysak, there's no benefit to putting their name up front. And even if you've got a huge guest, which we'll get to later, you know, you shouldn't really these days be putting your guest names up front. But what they'd also done is they put ellipses at the end. So how to couplepreneur, dot, dot, dot. Now that originally I, I saw that and I was like, wait a second, is that like, is that an ellipsis there because the title is too long for the search results? But it's not, as I looked into it more. It's there because they thought it was adding a little bit of enticement. They were teasing me. But what the hell, what's going on? What's being teased? What, how to couplepreneur? What even is that? I don't know what that is. Okay. Now, I know that's me being sort of naive and a little bit cynical, but I assume it's how to run a business with your partner. To couplepreneur. I don't know. It's feeling like that's what they're talking about from the episode show notes, all right? But I had to think about that. I had to think about it. Now, if we assume that it is that, if we assume that how to couplepreneur just means how to run a business with your partner, sweet. But what would I search for to get to that episode? Absolutely no idea, because I ain't going to search in how to couplepreneur. I'm not going to do that, because I, like, I don't know, that's a portmanteau word, it's not something that I would use, I don't know if you'd search for that, maybe I'm just not the target market, I don't know, but if I was a fan of the podcast, I'd listen to it anyway, alright, of course I'm going to, because I subscribe to it, I follow it, you know, I like the, the, the host, I'll probably just listen to that anyway. And if I got, rec- like, if you recommended it to me, Marco, listen to this episode, you know, you're running a business with Sam, it'd be fantastic if you listen to it, alright, okay, cool, couplepreneur, I get it. And I'd probably listen to it because you recommended it to me. But what about if I'm searching for things that are very specifically related to the content of this episode, like how to run a business with your partner that does what it says on the tin version of that? Well, guess what? I actually ran a search for that in Apple Podcasts and nothing comes up. That episode about what I assume to be running a business with your partner does not come up in the search results. Nothing does. It's a missed opportunity. So what's the lesson here? Be direct. 
Don't sweat getting your guest names up front because honestly, even with huge, huge guests, it doesn't affect that much. Instead, focus in doing what you say you're going to do. Don't tease people with your episode title. Be straight, honest, and do not make me think, wonder, or have to question what might be in this episode. Tell me what is in there. The second thing that I noticed a lot is um, some old practice around episode numbers in the title. It's old and bad practice to put your episode numbers in the title of your episodes. It takes up space, very valuable space because screens are small, and it leads to the same issue as we just talked about. Scanning sort of looks easy, like because, oh good, there's a reference to my episode numbers at the front. Like It feels like scanning those should be easy. But who the hell is looking for episode numbers? Who cares? No one's scanning for that. No one's going, oh, brilliant, I'm going to listen to episode 250 today. Uh-uh. Even if it gets recommended that you listen to episode 250, a lot of the podcast apps now display a dedicated episode number field, which you can enter in your Captivate hosting platform or whatever host you use. You know, you, you, you enter this episode number to a specific box. Don't put it in your title. Because, you know, like someone might tell me to listen to episode 12 of the podcast, but we've got episode number fields that do that. All right. You don't, don't take up valuable screen space by just putting something in that's like old school. Okay. Now, this used to be advice that was given, granted, because we didn't have a place for episode numbers until what, end of 2018, whenever it was. If I do add episode numbers manually, to my title, they're going to be duplicated. They're going to take up space. All right. Now, so John, um, from EO Fire has done a decent job of this. He's done a good job of evolving how his show handles this. Back in the day, he used to put the episode numbers in his episode titles, check out some of the archives, and put the guest name up front. But he doesn't do that anymore. He's evolved because tech has evolved and directories have evolved, Apple Podcasts has evolved. So more recently, what John does, he's, he, will, he will do what I talked about a second ago. He will give you the outcome that he's trying to achieve with you and that he's going to take you through. And yeah, sure, he'll put a guest name at the end, but that's all right in this context. Okay, but what he's doing is he's giving you what he wants you to get. He's not putting the episode numbers in because that's an old practice, all right? So think about those two things. Now let's talk about um, let's talk about a good episode title formula, right? So good SEO starts with acting and thinking like a human being, all right? It always has done. It always will do. And so does writing good podcast titles. Think like a human being. We don't have to get cute or clever and we don't have to try and entice for the click. We aren't in the game of clickbait. That's the thing to remember, okay? So the formula that you need to follow for good episode titles is very, very clear. Say what outcome you're delivering for people. Write it and then edit it and edit it and edit it to make it simpler and simpler every time. And make it scannable. Make it scannable. So let me give you an example. Let's assume that I'm deciding here on the Accelerator to interview our digital marketing manager here at Captivate, Mark Musgrove. How to grow a podcast audience, all right? So I could start with a title like this, Mark Musgrove, Grow a Podcast. But it's a bit dull, isn't it? So I'd entice you a little bit with this. Mark Musgrove's Secrets About Podcast Growth. Sounds all right. But it's a bit clickbaity. You know, that's not really, eh, you know, feels a bit false. So let's edit it down even more. Grow your podcast with Mark Musgrove, Digital Marketer. Now, I'm adding some proof to that by saying that, actually, who the hell is Mark? No one knows who Mark is, you know, unless you know who Mark is. So why don't we say that he's in digital marketing? So if he's telling you to grow something, his digital marketing experience speaks to that. So let's get in there. Grow your podcast with Mark Musgrove, Digital Marketer. Not bad getting tighter, but actually we can get even tighter by adding relevance and context. So we could go with something like 
Podcast growth tips from podcast industry marketer Mark Musgrove. It's getting along nicely now. That's doing all right, but I'm not promising that I'll actually deliver something. So I want to get a bit more specific, all right? What about if we tried how to grow a new podcast with industry insider Mark Musgrove? Now, that's pretty solid because people search for things like how to grow a podcast by adding the word new. So new podcast, we're targeting people who are new to this podcast in Malarkey. And we're adding a lot of credibility by stating upfront that Mark is an industry insider. How to grow a new podcast with industry insider Mark Musgrove. Now you'll notice how, how I've avoided going super hyperbolic or clickbaity on this. I could have gone real guru here with something like three secrets to supercharging your podcast growth within seven days. But that's just, it's, that's bollocks, you know? That's not my style. And it's clearly aimed at getting you to click through, all right? And this is another big lesson I want you to take away from this. You have got to get the right clicks. If you go super hyperbolic and super bs like that, you get the transient listeners looking for a quick fix and not for long-term quality content, all right? Long-term quality content will win out all of the time over short-term fixes, okay? And I know it sounds cynical, but it's true. Don't go for hyperbolic BS that you know will get transient spikes, but that will never lead to long-term success. So when you're writing a podcast episode title, ask yourself what you'd search for to find that episode and reverse engineer that. I've found that starting with things like how to works well when you're educating or interviewing and being really clear about what you're about to deliver will generate more long-term listeners after the episode has been released. Now, if you spend a little bit of time on this per episode, you're going to find that the episode's life cycle is greatly, greatly extended. Try to get in the head of your prospective listeners. Don't necessarily write your titles for your current listeners because those who already know you and like you and trust you and love you, those who are already fans, they're going to listen anyway because they're coming for you. Your episode title is there more to attract new people more than it is to attract and to serve existing listeners. And remember, simplicity wins. Let me know how you get along. Give it a whirl. Try some of these things that I've talked about. And if you need a hand, hit me up on Twitter. Mark.live slash Twitter is my profile. Mark, M-A-R-K dot live slash Twitter. And until the next time, thanks for joining me. Let me know what I can do and keep on captivating.